0: You had Jay Cutler walk off the field, and he get into his face and talk to him. You would never see that with Tom Brady. You would never see another guy who's come up to Aaron Rodgers and do that to his face on the sideline. It's the future. Down in distance.
1: It's
2: on On first down, Hoyer. There's
1: the touchdown, Chicago. Yeah, I'm definitely not surprised. Like I said before, uh, I believe in myself and very confident in myself. And my line, they do a great job and tight ends and everybody else. So they make my job easy.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Down the Distance, the podcast on WGMRadio.com. Associated with the arena coming soon two-year mobile device a lot of cool things going on but today definitely got got to start off the day and actually talk some football the bears taking l to the indianapolis colts 29 to 23 it was a tough one yesterday i was actually in the building at lucas oil stadium a beautiful stadium it was the the, the roof was open the back window was open the bears came to play there was some things that we're gonna have to dive into and figure out uh Right off the bat, though, I saw a football team that, against the competition that they were playing against, I know we look at the last two weeks and we see who this Bears team has played. It's still, to me, it's football. We got the guys on the other side of the ball that are getting paid as well, Sean. And um, it's it's very, very tough to kind of gauge a team that doesn't have a lot of key players that we're going to be big-time contributors to a team that aren't just sitting on the sidelines that are watching in street codes. Follow my man on Twitter, sd 2 Davis, That's my guy. He's my co-host. And I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. It, it, this is – it's tough. It, it's very tough. So we want to be able to open it up to the people out there that are on Facebook Live, that are listening. Uh, you get a call. Give us a call right now, 312 644 Forty-one ten. Let's jump out to the let's line. Go We're going all quick. the way
1: out to Seattle.
0: Man. We're going out to Seattle. Let's go Seattle. out to Seattle. Who 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 uh who, who we? Let's let's. You got him. Look, you got him linked up. We're linked up. It's Lewis Louis calling out of Seattle, Washington. Oh, what's up, Lou? How you doing, man? All the way out in Seattle. All the way out in Seattle, baby. I'm from born and raised in Chicago, man. Well, that's what's up, man. Yesterday, a tough, another tough loss for this team. What's one of the things that kind of stuck out to you in that loss yesterday?
3: Yeah, well, you know, we gotta keep uh, we gotta keep Cutler out of the game, and I think we got a shot.
0: Oh, so you're not a Cutler fan? I see.
3: Nah, man, I'm not a Cutler fan. I don't think you are either. I, mean, I remember when your dad played ball, but yeah, we gotta keep Cutler out of the game. I think we can take this.
0: Well, you know what, it's it's a, it's a weird situation that we're talking about here in Chicago and all Bears fans are talking about around the country about what do they do and which directions do they go. You have a guy in Cutler that over the last couple of years, especially here in Chicago, that people talk about everything that he can bring to the table. You've seen it in splashes, but it hasn't been consistent. And now having a guy that was a backup that was – pretty bad during the preseason, but now is getting the grasp with this Bears offense and really feeling at home. So I know they keep talking about controversy. I don't think there's a controversy. I think right now, you got to keep what's working in progress right now, and that's Brian Hoyer underneath center. I'm not saying he's the long term solution, but for right now, he's the guy that is running this offense, and I haven't seen this Bears offense this season as fluid and as balanced as he's been able to lead this team and I'm not saying he is the guy for the future he's a guy that can play now and he's a guy that maybe can bridge the gap between if you go in the next year and pick out a quarterback hopefully this Bears organization does that and there's a guy that maybe he could be that bridging till that next guy is groomed and ready to go I agree with you man we well, go Bears all right man we'll talk to you later and tell everybody all in right, Seattle buddy. we said peace all right all right peace out bye all right. We uh we're going we went out to Seattle, man, but now we're going to stay wherever you want to give us a call 312-644-4110. Sean, I get it. That's the first thing that I wrote about last night on my presser was about quarterback controversy. And I don't really think that there is one. We're, we're at a point where Jake cutler has ran his course here in chicago and it's nothing bad it just it is what it is it's like any relationship right you go in a relationship sometimes where it just it's good for a while and then over times you have your ups and downs and then you have to sometimes part ways and it's not a bad thing it just it's life it's life and guess what it's life in the nfl some quarterbacks don't even get that long in a certain place if they're not producing to the way that most people maybe think they should, right? Well, th- that's just the, the nature of the beast. I like mm-hmm. Jay Cutler. I've I've liked him for a long time. I've had an opportunity to to be around to see him and see what yeah, he's I done. I don't buy into the whole not having right. the facial expressions and being Listen, the guys in the locker room somehow seem to be to really really like him, Sean, and but I think it's a telling tale tell to see what we saw, what Pernell McPhee did. When Pernell McPhee came, was standing on the sidelines in his street clothes and you had Jay Cutler walk off the field and he get into his face and talk to him, you would never see that. You would never see that with Tom Brady you would never see that with a guy like Peyton Manning you would never see another guy especially a defensive guy come up to Aaron Rodgers and do that to his face on the sidelines there's something telling that's going on about that situation and maybe how much he truly is loved in that locker room um it's time though we got to go out to the phone lines we got Ray on the line Ray what's what Ray 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 what's going on man good morning to you how you doing today Man, I can't complain, man. Me and my guy Sean Davis just over here talking Bears, even though in a loss, there are some things that I saw yesterday that still give me some hope of what this organization and what this team is building on. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. From where I'm standing, it's always about bear down for life, you know. So throwing color under the bus, I'm not, I'm not along with that. Seeing Brian Hoyer, I'm from Houston, Texas, by the way, calling from Houston, Texas right now. So I've seen Brian Hoyer. In my opinion, do a 180 from when he was with the Texans last year to with the Bears this year. He's a valued quarterback right now, backing up Jay Cutler. Once Jay Cutler gets healthy, insert him back in. But you're absolutely right. We need to say, well, what's hot? As far as our young defense goes, we got it. We just shot ourselves in the foot in regards to penalties yesterday, in my opinion. What do you think?
0: I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, this is it it was missed opportunities yesterday and the missed opportunities come when you decide to play undisciplined football and for a team that needs it, they they can't allow themselves they're not good enough team no there's certain teams that could have penalties and get away with it and still put up points this bears team is flawed in a way where they can't give up penalties they have to be able to keep drives going they can't set themselves back and come back from it and then you look at this team and you look at the penalties, and to me, that's what killed this team, 10 penalties, 80 yards. You you can't do that and shoot yourself in the foot and think you're going to win football games. I, yeah. I, I love the way that this team battled even through through what's going on. And Vic Fangio, God bless his soul, he's he's trying to piece this defense together with a lot of moving pieces, young pieces, not having Pernell McPhee, Uh, I mean, yesterday, let's be honest here. Number one draft picks, all on the sideline. The Mm -hmm. last three, the last three are all on the sideline. Kyle Fuller on the sideline. Uh, Leonard Floyd on the sideline. Kevin White on the sideline these are guys in the first round when you pick guys, they're supposed to be guys that you think they're going to play for. And I, I get it. Listen, injuries happen, man. I totally understand that. But we're starting to see what it means to not have guys in the first round, guys that you're picking to say you're going to be an impact on this football team right away. We're starting to see what that means of not having those guys. And it's, uh, it's kind of depressing in a way.
3: That's absolutely right. In my opinion as well, our defense has just become uh, quite depleted. Uh, along with our, our rookies, so but under no shape, you know, that I feel we should uh, throw Jay Cutler under the bus. We need to keep this thing going there.
0: All right, man. Well, listen, we appreciate you. I know you've seen a lot in Houston. Um, I am love Chopped and Screwed music, so I got to get to Houston <laughs> and get down there and ride in the slab with, uh, you know, hang out. I'm not getting grills for my <laughs> teeth, though, I'll tell you that.
3: Right. right. I'm originally from Chicago. I moved down here a few years back, but uh, awesome city. Got the Super Bowl here in 17, so, you know, I was hoping for the Bears and, you know, Texans, but I don't know about that at this point, you know. But uh, y'all take care, man, and have a great day. All
0: right, man, we appreciate you. Thank you. It's it's crazy, Sean. I mean, Sean, listen, you're – I understand you're a Cowboys fan, but please uh, give me something. Give me something.
1: Well, a couple of things from yesterday's game. I want to talk about the continued blossoming of one Cody Whitehair. Yeah. And once again – I sent you the same text this week that I sent you before last week's game about our guy, Mr. Howard. Will he get it done? I mean, when a guy has seven yards per carry, I want to talk about that last drive to our callers. They're calling in. Should they have run the ball a couple of times because they had timeouts and enough time to do so? And also, the fourth down play, Alshon Jeffrey being upset. We've talked about the difference between Hoyer and Cutler. Cutler will lock on to Alshon and make sure that Alshon gets his targets. But he ignores Kevin White. We saw once Hoyer came into the lineup, Kevin White's game began to blossom. Yes. His targets went up. Yes. So, you know, what do we need more looking into the future? Do we need to get Alshon his targets? Yes. Or do we need the Merediths? Cameron Merediths, Kevin White's, and everybody else getting their targets to spread it around? And shout out to our guy Zach Miller, once again showing his worth yesterday. Yeah. In the passing game. I'll
0: so. say I'll say this. I'll say this, and we have somebody on the line, but real quick before just because I want to jump mm-hmm. into that point, I, I think you have to be mm-hmm. more balanced. And I think that's what Brian Hoyer has done to this Bears offense is really piece the ball around a different guys. And yesterday seeing Cam right. Meredith going up and getting twelve targets and then watching him blossom and and Jeffrey they, can't be a cry baby. Well, who we got on the line right now, man? Who is this? This is Thurman. Man, listen, I've watched the Bears
3: for years. The Bears ain't nothing like they was when Walter Payton was playing with the Bears. Jeffrey is a cry baby. He's got to get over it, bro. We got to pass the ball to whoever can catch it. You know, we can't be cry babies. Got to pass the ball. Coach just wanted.
0: He can't throw, so we got to get somebody. Listen, I get, I get where you're coming from. He, he's just mad because, I mean, we have to be honest. I mean, the, right now we're watching Jordan Howard, and we'll talk to about him a little bit later. But yeah, he is becoming a p- big part of this offense, and why this offense is moving. But I, I, it's hard that you forget about the best player that can make plays for you, and that's Alshon, especially in that situation. I mean, he was one-on-one. I would be upset, too. I don't know if I'd be crying, but I would be pretty upset.
3: He was was free in the end zone. What Hoyer was thinking about running with the ball, I don't know. He should have threw the ball. I agree with you. Jeffrey was wide open in the end zone. We could have had a touchdown.
0: I get you, man. I get you. Listen, where are you calling from?
3: I'm from Chicago in Rogers Park.
0: All right. Well, third, we appreciate you, man. Call next week, all right? All right, bro. Take care. Well, I mean, that's just the—that's the name of the game. I get it. I understand. I understand why. And this is the developing
1: conversation we see on sports radio, in the media, social media. Jay Cutler, Brian Hoyer. When Cutler's healthy, should he be back in the lineup? If Cutler's quarterbacking yesterday, we probably win that game. I think that's going out on a limb. It's going on, on a limb, you, you know, just a because bit. Jay's going to make one mistake per game. Hoyer hasn't been turning the ball over so you really can't no, you can't. If if Jay Cutler was quarterbacking on that fourth down play, you know he's locked in on an Alshon and
0: you probably win the game. You probably win you the probably
1: game. You probably win the game. I'll give you that. Okay? But
0: but hold up. Does he make the does he make all the throws though d- to get them down to that point though? Is there is there a point in there where he deflects and he he goes back to B&J and throws an interception or I mean, I mean we're talking about the Bears got the ball.
1: With a little bit over two minutes left and the opportunity and timeouts and the opportunity to move down and score the winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. When you get inside the opponent's 40- or 30-yard line and you have timeouts and about a minute and a half left yeah, and you're getting seven yards a pop on the ground yeah, this- and the defense believes that you're going to pass the ball, There's no reason not to throw in some type of draw or some type of run or some type of screen. The last time they had gotten down there, how did they score? Jordan Howard out the backfield, who basically ran untouched for about 15 yards into the end zone. They were ignoring Jordan Howard out of the backfield, and they couldn't stop him when he got the rock
0: running the ball. So the issue is. The
1: issue is. Listen,
0: that's the, the issue is. I'll, play calling was an issue for me. Okay, I get. There's that's still an issue, but I'll tell you another issue. When you start to bring it up, it's over 522 yards of total offense, and you only have 23 20 points, points on the to board. Show for it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's I a mean, problem. That's, there's it's a problem. And I'll you get
1: got, to Vic Fangio on in a second as well. Vic, I, I'll Vic, get to Vic Fangio Let's go. Well. We
0: got to go out to the lines real quick. What's going on? Welcome into Down the Distance. Who we got on the line?
4: Hey, this is Ron. How you doing, bud?
0: Ron, what's going on, man? Where you calling from?
4: Wenatchee, Washington, just outside of Seattle.
0: Oh, man, we got people calling from the West Coast, man. What's going hey, on, man?
4: man? I'm a diehard Bears fan. I'm a diehard fan of you and your father. I love your inspirational course every Monday, bro. I just got to give you a shout out on that, man.
0: I appreciate it, man. Um, I just want to keep motivating people, man, let people feel, you know, all the inspiration my pops gave me, and um, I want to keep passing along to everybody out there.
4: Well, I need to share that inspiration to our uh, field goal kicker, number one. Man, come on, man. Robbie Gold's probably sitting there just shaking his head. Really? That's number one. Number two, let's talk about Cutler and Hoyer. Listen, man, Cutler quarterback, at least until the end of the year, unless you want to trade him off to Cleveland where they need a quarterback. And draft a young quarterback. And let me tell you, Hoyer is not the answer, but he commands our offense. Unlike Jay Cutler, where Jay Cutler I feel like is a manager, Hoyer is leading the offense. That's my opinion. Um, and, and Howard, man, that dude, man, he may not be the fastest guy out there, but Duke can cut through the cut through the tackles. Uh, he's he's the real deal. And I'm, and I'm I was joking we drafted him.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, there, I'm gonna comment on all three things. Um yeah, mm-hmm. you don't understand what you got until it's gone and that's not just saying that that Robbie Gold was, you know, good as gold. I get that, but what he did, what he did over time while he was here in Chicago, it, the longevity of his success was watching him and knowing that he was dependable. Even last year you saw times and falters, but still it's more about the position. You have to be stable at the position. We joke all the time that it's a kicker? I used to get mad because of the kickers that I was around. They would be at practice for, like, 20 minutes, and the next thing you know, they're on the golf course hitting, you know, the back nine and hanging out while we're at two-a-days. I was super upset. But then you don't know how valuable they are until missed field goals come or extra points and miss, And then you understand, like, listen, we need you to be almost perfect, if not perfect, and that's what you see there. And Sean, my it's co-host. the a
1: microcosm of the the co- the quarterback conversation we have is the microcosm, right? How many Adam Vinatieri's, Gustowski's, or Dan Bailey's are out there? Mm. Every team is struggling with or a lot of teams struggling with finding consistent kicking. Yeah, Robbie Gold' yeah. performance in the last two years did not match the contract. Oh, no, it did it. That, that was agree. pretty much that's what it came down to, and in hindsight. Yeah, Robbie probably makes some of the field goals that Barth has missed. But, but it's but, all good. I, I get mean, it. It's Robbie just more tried about,
0: out for but, Dallas. But, but, exactly this but, week, right? Yeah, I want to no part of him. And, and it's it's really not about Robbie as much as it is about having somebody but, consistent there. But Connor, there, Connor right?
1: Barth, he was three for four yesterday. He's a stopgap.
0: Yeah, I think we know he's a stopgap. Yeah, you'll and I think figure they'll that be out. Finding
1: somebody else. Yeah, a, a kicker is like a closer, right? You really only need one when your team is ready to contend.
0: Yeah, but like team, when your team but, is
1: ready to contend at this point That's, man. that's when that's you need point. that closer. He's like a closer. He's I get a specialist. It. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's the best analogy I can give for hey, listen, Bears fans after, to get you to be able to say okay. That was a
4: great analogy, Sean. That was that was spot on, bro.
0: Well, that's why I got him here, bro. I mean, he's a genius over here. It makes me look good, man. Listen, tell everybody out there at Seattle we said hello, and definitely we're gonna have to bring down the distance out to Seattle because it seems like there's just a lot of people out there that a lot of Bears fans, man. Even when you as think as much rain be,
1: as we've had the last month, it feels like Seattle. Feels up here.
0: like Seattle here, man.
4: Yeah, well, you know, Bears fans aren't bandwagon fans like a lot of fans out here. So, just saying.
0: All right, man, listen, man. We appreciate you so much.
4: Hey, man, take it it easy, guys. Appreciate it. Later.
0: All right, see, that's just kind of where we're coming from. You can give us a call, 312-644-4110. We're here, wgmradio.com.
1: Can I get to Vic Fangio, man, Go to Vic Fangio if that's what you want to do, man. Vic. What? uh, Coming into this game. Uh Uh-oh. Let me turn this mic around. Everybody in the (laughs) world knew there's only one weapon that this team has. T.Y. One. One. T.Y. And you constantly get burnt on third downs by the same player you leave jacoby glenn man to man basically with no help over the top he's chasing on a key third down where he's he's chasing chasing you can't that right there is just prep and coaching
0: i get it sean's sean was going on a rant i had to flip it around because he had to grab the uh the telephone three one two what's the number again i keep forgetting the number I don't even know. We'll give it to you in a second. There, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on. We about to, we got to take another phone call. Re, Tony
2: on the line, real man.
0: quick, man. Hey, Tony, what's going on?
2: Hey, how are you, Tony? Hey, where
0: are you where are you from, Tony? I am from Cuba, Illinois. Oh, okay. I okay. thought you were about. To, I thought you were about to say you were in Cuba. I, thought I was you were about, about to say in Havana. Hey, send me some <laughs> cigars, no, 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 and baby. Actually,
3: and actually, and actually, Havana, Illinois is about six miles southwest.
0: Well, man, listen, we appreciate your call. What's on your mind?
3: Well, I just wanted to say thank
2: you to you and your father. Uh, my grandson is now playing uh, Wee football, JFL, and I brought him into the house and got pictures, videos, to dad with that straight arm. So now he's using that, and I just want to thank you and thank the family and, and uh, say God bless him and we really miss I've been a Bears fan for 50 years. Um, I'm not sure what happened this year, but I think the, the offense really needs
0: a lot of help. Well, we appreciate it, man. I, I really do. I thank you for the call. Just, uh, you know, it's it's pretty cool to have this page and to uh, to be able to interact with people. You know, I, I was I was very hesitant at first to put a lot more content, but I. And I started to think about this Walter Payton fan page and it was basically of all Bears fans and people who love my dad. So why not talk with some of those people who I look at as like family? Everybody that is on this page that is, listen, I mean, you guys are family to me. You help keep my dad's legacy alive with my family, and we just truly appreciate it. And um, it's pretty cool to be able to share, you know, the great memories and to see, you know, the little guys coming up and understanding who my dad was. You guys are helping me keep his his legacy alive, so I appreciate it. Thanks for the phone call.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Bye-bye.
0: No problem. See, that's what it's all about, Sean, man. It's, it's... Go, getting
1: back to Vic Fangio. Go ahead, right man. Quick. Yes. I'll give you these stats.
0: Go, give me some stats.
1: 33 dropbacks. Okay. For luck, right? When yeah. there was no pressure. No pressure. 25 of 32. Mm hmm. And he ran once. That's 78% completion percentage 265 yards, two touchdowns. When he was blitzed, 12 dropbacks, one run, five of nine, 55%. When he was under pressure, his completion percentage, forty-two percent.
0: So I mean, he knows. He knows. Look,
1: the the name of the game with Andrew Luck in the Indianapolis Colts. We knew this defensively is double T (laughs) Y, and blitz Andrew Luck all its day. That's what you do, Dick Fangio. I know the way you love to call plays and play defense is rush four, drop back and cover. Understand that coming into this game. You had a chance to dominate this team if you take away T.Y. Hilton, okay? Take away the suite, take away the hotel, take away the T.Y. Hilton, and you got a chance. And blitz the quarterback. You know why? Because the offensive line is terrible. And historically, in his short career, when Andrew Luck is under pressure, his accuracy drops dramatically. So you you knew the game plan before so the coming formula, in. the formula should have been simple. Should have been simple. Especially when you're down, Bryce goes down with yeah. a hamstring injury. DeAndre Hall was out. You already were dealing with a thin defensive backfield. I think Brzezinski played, played. He played he
0: led a lot. He the team in tackles. Well, he played a lot after the whole – they went to – he came in and played nickel because Harold Jones-Cortez was – sat down for basically a second half. So So we're still struggling with safeties. Yes, it's still an issue. Is that's it, what and that's why is, is still is, hurt. He's still hurt. And we so we we don't even really know. And and that's the Bears and safety have I mean And and you know what's been, been a
1: struggle. The best ability in football sports period. Yeah. Is availability. It is. We get it. We, we get it. We get it. We get it. Everybody look, I've never heard Stupid backlash, like I heard after Kevin White got injured because a 290-pound defensive lineman came back and rolled up on his ankle. It's not. This isn't a soft tissue injury like Alshon's been getting untouched for the last what? Couple years. Couple I mean, years? that's what's that's that's kind of been. So Al Alshon gets hurt without getting touched. This guy gets a 290-pound guy coming back on the play, rolling up on his ankle. And now we want to blast Ryan Pace for a first round. Oh, he's a bust.
0: It's, it's another it's, another bust. No, it's just the fact that
1: look, Leonard Floyd sits out the game.
0: There's a lot of questions right? there too. It's
1: calf. Right? A calf that he and the team both said he could have continued to play and they're being safe with their number one pick.
0: You have to. I mean, you have to be you have to be very cautious because of how you bus. push. Number one, I'm not I, look, I, I'm not calling bust. I just get understand off the ledge. where people are on the edge. Get off the ledge. They're not going just get, to. Get off the ledge. Bears fans aren't getting You're off the ledge. You're not a
1: contender. <laughs> you won't be a contender for at least another I, uh, year and I, a half. But I
0: get that, Sean. It's the
1: Understand fact. what you see in Minnesota right now is five to six years of development and then finding Zimmer. As the right coach. That's what it's going to take. You have a better coach. You have a better coaching staff. The development is there. You've seen the development in the players that were here under Tressman and how much they got better under Fox and his coaching staff. We've seen it. Yes. So now allow them to get three to four drafts under their belt. Ryan Pace has had one complete draft. You say, oh, no, he's drafted two years. He has had one complete draft where he had a full year to scout, develop, and run the organization. He came in postseason for the first draft. He was rushed for his first draft. Rushed. You don't understand what it is to go out and scout the entire year and administrate the organization for an entire year to lead up to a draft. It's just like a college coach coming in and being chosen to run that team in that school in January or February. And signing day is literally like four weeks away. You can't even count that recruiting class. You can't. He didn't have a chance to sit with kids at games during the season. He didn't have a chance to talk to juniors on junior day. Ryan Pace has had one complete draft. Take it easy. Cody Whitehair, pretty good? Pretty good. Huh? Pretty good. Pretty, good. pretty good. Jordan Howard, pretty good? Pretty good. Okay, then. Pretty good. Okay, then. Are you happy with DeAndre Hall? Yes. Pretty good, fine.
3: Yes.
0: Fourth round? Yes. His fifth round is looking pretty good. His third but, round but, is looking pretty but, good. Now, hold up. Now, hold this up. This is where people need. They ironing. don't
1: understand the depth that's being built.
0: I get it. While
1: you're focusing on first I, rounders Sean,
0: that are only dealing with injuries. Sean, I've been they saying this. They can perform. I've been preaching this, man. I've been preaching this. The they listen. The Dak.
1: I understand. It, they look at Dak, and they, they look at Dak, who they feel like they could have had. They look at Zeke, like but that's. Not and like, they say, man, hold up. They have two rookies that are performing. But, They're four and one. Yes, they but, also had a sound middle linebacker. They also have a great defensive coach in Marinelli. They also have the best offensive line in all of football. football. Yes. Yesterday, they also got back DeMarcus Lawrence, who's on suspension, and they're going to get their other pass rusher back in another two weeks. It's not like these youngsters came into a team that wasn't ready to contend. The Cowboys have been on the cusp of contending the last two years. Yes, The Bears were not in that
0: situation. Okay, so it doesn't matter. If you were talking about Zeke or you're talking about Dak, I think their NFL careers are different if – if either one of them comes here, it's their situation. I don't think so. You know, I think I don't think I don't Dak think comes. So. I don't think that comes in here and changes. Oh, absolutely not. No, it's not. Not the, with the play calling. I've no, seen. It's not. It's so. It's their situation. Absolutely. And, and the Bears' offensive line is getting better, but it's not the same oh. as what Dallas has. So that's what I'm saying. It uh, it alters. You can say you wish you could have them. Uh, yeah, I would love to have. But see, this goes back them. to it. The Dallas offensive line. Was, the was missing two
1: starters. I get it. The last two games and have done work on the ground. Why? Because their backups, Lyle Collins. Yes. Right. Dropped in the draft because of what? Somebody lied. Yes. He had a case. Everybody got scared. Dropped them off their draft boards. He falls to the Cowboys. Right. They had an All Pro at the position that he came in and pushed the All Pro out. So when he gets hurt. Doug free comes in. Doug free started for the previous two, three seasons before he got there. It's not a problem. Depth. When you get starters and performers in the third, fourth, fifth round, you are laying the foundation for a team that has depth that will contend in the future. Understand what you're seeing and appreciate it. Understand that Jordan Howard has seven yards per carry. Understand that Cody Whitehair switched positions like that when he went the entire training camp at left guard. He was asked to move the center and has done it and has been the best performer on the offensive line for the Bears as a rookie.
0: I'm going out, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm you talking to the people. Look, I, who's, I don't, we, Real quick. We waste oh.
1: too much time sitting up here talking about Jake Cutler and and it, Brian it,
0: Hoyt. It's it's it's
1: stop. Yeah. Neither one of them will be your quarterback next year, neither one of them will be your quarterback the next time you're in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Who cares?
0: Jordan Howard, though.
1: Jordan Howard.
0: Let me tell you about this youngster. Um I
1: watched yesterday and it reminded me of a conversation you had with him in training camp, enlightening the pe enlightening our listeners.
0: Yeah. Um it was funny. After the game I went down into the locker room to get sound and everybody was, you know, talking to him about running the football, running the football, running the football, and how he how he is and how he's so patient to the whole and no one brought up the fact about him and pass protection. And I asked him about it. I said, I know everybody wants to talk about how good of a runner you are and we can that that's cool. But his understanding of pass protection um, came out in yesterday's game and it put a smile on my face because you can tell that he's putting in the work in the film room of figuring out his assignments and his responsibilities. And he wasn't perfect. It wasn't always the best, but he knew where he was going. Yeah. And he said, he said, I take pride in that. I take pride in understanding my past protection so I could be a three down back. I don't want to come out of the game. Guys, don't, don't you don't hear youngsters talk about that. They say, "Yeah, I need to I need to uh just understand this so I can play, I can protect my quarterback." He says he understands where he's at right now. He's he's right now. We're not looking to the future. Like what's Jordan how we're going to be. We can't look to the future in the game of football. You know why? You don't know what's going to happen promised, game you. after game, play after play. Play after play. It's almost like making every second count. Yeah. You have to make every single play count. But he understands where he wants to be and he wants to get better. But his patience, to the whole, it doesn't matter if he's running outside zone, if he's running inside, he can do it all, whatever you need him to do, and he's always leaning forward. He's falling forward. He's getting an extra yard. He's getting those yards. When he needs three, he's getting that four. He's getting five and keeps those feet going, and that's what you got to love out of a running back, and the future is going to be bright for this young man if he can stay healthy. Um, I'm excited. If that's the only thing I'm excited about, Cam Meredith is out there doing work yesterday, and I know the fumble came in a bad time. It happens, ladies and gentlemen. It happens. But right now, right now, he's a better option at wide receiver than Kevin White is when he was available, just is better route runner. He's became a better route runner. And talking with CJ and talking with guys, they knew what he could do. He just needed an opportunity to do it. They be, this this organization believes in him, and it showed me after getting that having that fumble happen, and in the next drive they come to him on that last drive, the first play. Hoyer didn't back away from him. He didn't go, oh, man, you know what, man, you youngster, man, you've made. They went right back to him. They, I'll just let you know this without giving out a bunch of names. This organization really, really, really likes him. As they should. As they should. They and, should and, like
1: him. They should like Kevin White. They love There's Kevin some White. some other youngsters they have that they should like. Let me tell you what they don't like. What don't they I'll like? I'll just put it out there. I talked to a couple of people in South Bend. Said, what's going on with this team? Said, Sean, to be honest, they don't hate their quarterback, but they don't really like him. And there's a lot of people that used to play for this team and are still playing for this team that love the bop, the backup. Fast forward to the Bears. Mm, preach. There's a lot of people on this Bears team, former players and players playing right now, That don't hate six, but they don't really like them. But they love playing with the backup. And I think you see the difference in their performance when the backup is in that huddle. Plain and simple. You can't lead a team if they don't like you. I'm sure some have done it in the history of the NFL. But it's really hard to do. Especially when you're not really, really, really good. Mm. Right? And I, that's how i'm I, sure there are some people there are some quarterbacks that i'm sure john elway rubbed some people the wrong way but he was really 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 good
0: you have to be really good to get really away. good to
1: get away with that that's like
0: how aaron rodgers is like people yeah. don't really like, like him, that dude but he's but he's really really, really, really good. good so you gotta like you just have to like respect it yeah. right yeah But if you're not, like, really, really good, Cass will be like, that's what happens with Pernell McPhee when he comes over and G-checks you on the sidelines.
1: Yeah. Doesn't happen to (laughs) Brady. I've never seen that to Brady. Doesn't happen to Rodgers. Not to Rodgers. I don't think it happens to Cam. I don't think so either. I don't think it happens to Russell Wilson. I definitely don't think it happens to Ben Roethlisberger. So Matt Ryan doesn't have – No.
0: But the reason why, hold up, Sean. The reason why it makes it so so clear, is that Purnell said it, and what you were talking about about the locker room. Maybe he was saying that nobody else could say it, but he could say it, because he knew that if he checked him, they're not going to happen to him. And then people are like, "Well, he's a guy that's that's not playing for the first games. Does, he's on the, what, what so? does that mean? So it means nothing. He he's the dude still." Checking a dude who nobody else feels like they can maybe check. Right or wrong, it is what it is. I don't know how you look at it, but it's telling to me that that happened and when it happened and how it happened and where it happened. It was on the sidelines, like right on the side. National TV. Monday Night Football. National TV. He checked him. Uh, His quarterback, the franchise quarterback, he
1: checked and that you know what would have been <laughs> the best thing for me to see out of Jay Cutler? To go face-to-face with him. Man, then I would have said, at least I know you have heart. See, because I, I know what callers are about to say. I know what our listeners are about to say. Jay Cutler has heart. You know how much he's been hit. He's tough. It's the difference between hard and tough. Physically tough and being able to take a pounding. Heart? Heart comes when you're down. Do you have the heart? to pull other people up with you. Do you have the heart when things are looking bad to say, look, we're still going to win. Can you motivate others? That's heart. A 350 pound dude can take a bigger pound than the most cats that are smaller than him. Why? Because he's physically tougher. Doesn't mean he has heart though, because when he faces somebody that's the same size, that gives a more difficult blow to deal with what's going to happen. So you got Pernell McPhee face-to-face with you now, somebody that might not be as valuable or viewed as the same status in the organization, but on the defensive side of the ball he's important and he says something to you and you cower and walk away, that says a lot. Mm. That says a lot. If I'm the quarterback walking off the field and you screaming at me, I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> who are you talking to? You're not talking to me.
0: You got an issue?
1: Bro, got I'll it. never forget all pro left tackle for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> NFL films, man. Peyton Manning is standing in front of them, letting the entire team have it. And he told man, shut up and go over there. <laughs> oh. It's like you have to be able to let people know, like, no, you can't come at me like
0: that. No, man. And it, the fact Are you just, gonna let people walk all over you? Like it doesn't happen.
1: Jay Cutler has checked out of Chicago. <laughs> he checked out of Chicago last season, man. He's done. He's gone. He's gone. He got money. He has he's his good. wife, his money, he got his the, family, kids, the kids, man. he knows he's... he has one more starting job somewhere. left in him somewhere.
0: Yeah, man. Just and he's know?
1: good. He knows he's not we just, winning we just
0: been set back, though, for a period of time, and this organization hasn't uh, drafted any quarterbacks, so we need to. That's cool. Do
1: you want a top five pick now? Uh, top ten pick? You I, want that quarterback in this draft? I mean, I'd probably take – yeah, I would. I mean j- – I wonder – everybody's listening to us. Do you want – that quarterback right now
0: three one two six four, 4 I right. Are you
1: ready to move on? If Hoy is not the answer, Cutler is not the answer. Who do you want? If it's not Cuddy,
0: who, who do is you want? it?
1: Do you want Garoppolo with his Eastern Illinois Ryan Pace ties in free
0: agency? Mm. Is that the guy you want? I. You know what? It, it's weird because you start to think about. You know what it means, and I don't know if we've seen enough of. I've seen Garoppolo. I've, I feel like I want to see more. But with the youngsters, I mean that's what you're getting with guys that have come out of college. You don't really know how it's going to translate over to the NFL. With with that Jimmy, might be too but, much but Jimmy, for me but, in Chicago. but listen, but listen, Jimmy, that's too much
1: Jimmy for me in Chicago.
0: You're gonna have to give Jimmy a bag. That's yeah. a
1: lot. That's a giving lot. Jimmy's bag. Give me giving Jimmy's bags. In Chicago? It's going to be an mm, issue. No. It hasn't turned out so well. All right, real quick. Let's go out to the lines.
0: Yo, man. who we got on the line?
3: That's why, that's why.
0: What's well, so no, man? Where you calling from?
3: Uh, Chicago, Chicago. All
0: right, so what's the deal, man? What, what, what's your uh, what's your take on it? If it's not Cuddy, then what do you want? You want a top five pick or you, you uh, like any of these uh, quarterbacks yeah, in the draft? Yeah, top five.
5: Top five pick, most definitely. Um, I, I think, you know, we always had, you know, a good chance. But, uh you know, the, the new GM we got, I think, you know, he's above. We need to, uh, you know, get, we got and gone, um, You know, but definitely a new quarterback is, is definitely needed. We should have been traded Cutler. Uh, I don't want to see how they traded Brandon Marshall before they actually traded, you know, Cutler. So, uh, it, was, it was a couple of good, you know, trades we could have had. Uh, Stud in uh, Tampa, you know that was that was pretty good that we could have traded for I think, you know, but we, we definitely need quarterback
0: quick. Well, I mean, everybody's talking about Ryan Pace like they. And, and, and he, Don't you feel like you got to give him time? Like, I know it's really been, Sean talked about it, really one full draft, a full year to scout guys and whatever. He came in early in that first year and drafted. Don't you feel like you got to give him a little bit more time to see what he's bringing? I mean, look at you got guys like Cody Whitehair and Jordan Howard that you got in this past draft that are coming in and being big, big big-time impact players on your offense.
5: You know, he he lost me when he drafted um, the wide receiver last year. And obviously, you know, he these past few years he has done nothing. And last year we actually had a nice offense, you know, and and I think we should have drafted a defensive player last year instead of a wide receiver. And I and I and I kinda see where he was going. He like I'm gonna get rid of Brandon Marshall and then draft, you know, wide receiver but He's done nothing. And that was a top-ten draft pick that we could have dealt with, but now that that top-ten draft pick is gone. And then, you know, the other guy we just drafted, I mean, you know, like what has he really done, you know, this year?
0: That's tough. I mean, that's the the hard part is both of the last two years, two of those first-round picks have been – guys that are going to be projects that were going to have to take time. And I think for an, a fan base that really wants to see results right now, you it's hard to tell people that you have to wait and that it's a process. And I, I think as much as I get upset about watching these games, I really feel like there are pieces on this team right now that this team is going to be able to build on.
5: I mean, how long are you talking about, four or five years? You know, we, we, we're Chicago fans, and, you know, it, it, it's we already had a pretty much solid, a decent team. The only thing you had to do was just sprinkle a couple of pieces here and there, and we would have been fine. But now we're going down so far in the slump, we might almost be one in the team. You know, we ain't been that way in a long time. You well, know what I mean? So,
0: but the, but the problem is is that it's not just what Ryan Pace did you have to look at the 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 guys that were here before him that were calling the shots as well they they're a big part of the why this team is the way that it is right now and the reason why they've had to kind of overhaul this whole entire roster and change it because it, it, it was it was bad. I mean, yeah, you have pieces in there of guys that I felt like maybe should still be here or that I probably wouldn't have got rid of like a Brandon Marshall, and I understand why the organization decided to part ways and go a different direction, but when a guy that was productive, that's been productive, it's hard for you, for me to say, okay, that guy needs to go. And then after yesterday, I'm sitting there and watching Martellus Bennett scoring touchdowns. I'm going, goodness gracious, this guy, used to, this guy was just here last year.
5: Yeah, and that's exactly what it is, you know. So, I I don't know what it is with the Bears and, you know, just Chicago team in general. But um, it's definitely been a lot of, you know, bad uh, decision-making. But, I mean, if you have faith in Ryan you know, and, and, and Pace, I don't really have a lot of faith in him, you know, at all. I think um will probably give him another two years. But, you know, the Chicago Bears, you know, we're looking – we looking real bad. When we had Lovey and even the GM, you know, that that was with Lovey, we still had winning seasons. Like, it was still, like, a little hope there. You know, if we didn't have offense, we had a amazing defense. You know, now we don't have no type of identity. You know, like, what identity do we have right now? Like, we horrible in specialty, horrible across the board. Even with Lovey, at least we had a solid defense. You know what I mean? Right now, we don't have no type of identity in Chicago.
0: All right. All right, man. We appreciate your call, man. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I mean, I get it, Sean. Right, look, I get look, it, once but...
1: again, once again, once again, look, <laughs> that caller right there, look, if you thought this team was one or two players away from being good, man, when Ryan Pace day, got man, then, man. you you missed the boat. This team was horrible and was bare bones and was <laughs> – the roster was – Mark Tressman and Phil Emery left this organization in shambles. Shambles, dude. And to believe that when Ryan Pace took over, that it was one or two moves away from being a contender. No. 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 Far from it. Anybody that knows. That really knows what was going on at that time would tell you. This defense was terrible Terrible. for multiple years. The defense was starting to slip at the end of the Lovey era. Yeah, it was. So, and understand that when Lovey Smith came in, it took. Two to three years, but Lovey Smith inherited Brian Urlacher. Oh, Where's Brian Urlacher? That Ryan, who name me a Hall of Fame player that Ryan Pace inherited?
0: They didn't.
1: Maybe Fat Forte.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe Forte. But on the defensive side, on the no, defensive side of the ball, no nothing, no nothing. There was so nothing there. You patchwork, patchwork, and trying to figure. So things first out.
1: of all, he had to get younger. Second of all, he had to put the organization in a cap-friendly position. He's done both of those. You're one of the youngest teams in the NFL. You're cap-friendly going, I think, only $80 million in salaries committed going into this offseason after the season is over. Something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think once they actually re-sign people and some other things kick in 30 million in cap space. So you can go out and get a Jimmy Garoppolo. Give him a bag. Or you can lay back and get somebody in the draft. What are you saying? So he talked about the number one. He hasn't done anything. Jordan Howard didn't do anything. Yesterday? He did. Cody Whitehair didn't do anything.
0: Oh, he's been doing things. Those
1: middle linebackers that he got in free agency, how they've been playing? Jarrell Freeman hasn't played well. Didn't Tracy Porter, who he got off the scrap heap? Didn't Tracy Porter go to the Pro Bowl? It's my guy. How's Jacoby Glenn and Bryce Callahan looking? I like those. How's guys. De'Andre Hall? I really like. Uh, but he's not doing anything as as a, look. They're
0: building, man. It's a, a process. Man, look, man, we're
1: Bears fans. That means you're not exempt. Just because you're from Chicago doesn't mean that success has to come faster than anywhere else. The process of winning is the same. Big city, little city. Doesn't make a difference where you are. The process to winning is the same process. It takes two to three years to contend, and then you have to learn how to win to get to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it's a must. We're going to go back out to the phone lines. Last call. Who is this? Roy. Roy, where are you calling from, man?
2: I'm calling from Norwich, but I am a long-time Chicago win.
0: Well, we appreciate you. What's on your mind?
2: Hey, you know what? I know it's going to take a lot of rebuilding, but – I think the rebuilding has gone on too long. And I think what they need to go back down is to is basics.
0: All right, so when they mean the basics, you're talking about, what do you mean by the basics?
2: Regular basic football. I think they're trying to get too complicated with all these plays. I don't think they're looking at the overall big picture of it. If you ever watch the defensive line, they're not paying attention to who is going to get the ball and who would be the secondary to get the ball. Okay, if you watch the offensive line, they're not paying attention of who is coming after who. Okay, this 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 backup quarterback—he's doing a good job. He did screw up yesterday at the last minute, but <clears throat> you know what? He did a good job overall. I honestly think Cutler needs to go.
0: Well, I get, I'm I, listen. I I'm hearing you right now. I, I definitely get, agree with that. Get, getting back to the basics—I mean, keeping it simple is what I think you have to do. Uh, exactly. I think I think but I think we've seen I think we've seen that especially offensively over the last couple of the last two weeks of this team really running the football. I mean, that's the basics for, for an NFL now that has changed in the way that these offenses work. I mean, normally it's about spreading people out and throwing the ball all the way around, where I think this NFL now is going to we're going start seeing it come back to watching teams like Dallas, what, watching what the Bears are doing, of getting back to the run and establishing the run. Well, I
1: think what his comments were just basically talking about is something that we highlighted earlier in the podcast. Look, the coaching in certain situations – the simplicity of being able to run the ball in the right situation or recognize certain things that are going on is exactly what he's talking about. Yeah,
2: I get it. And playing with a little bit more heart. I mean, you know, and I, I'm not a uh, football uh, uh, professional. You know, I watch it because I love it. I watch my Bears because I love them. But enough is enough with the losing. You cannot lose your home opener. I mean, you know, that really sets the tone for us fans. And I've still got my Jim McMahon jersey from 1985 that is hanging up in my closet. I mean, that should tell you a little bit of how much of a Bears fan I am, but come on now. i still got my sweetness jersey as well. I'm not letting those two go.
0: Well, I want to know if they still fit. I know they're hanging up, but do they oh, still fit? No, they are going to
2: fit. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's that that awesome. was about 50 pounds ago. <laughs>
0: Well, listen, we, we definitely hear your pain, and we feel your pain, and um, hopefully this team can get back to the basics, all right?
2: Hey, I hope so, and, uh, you know, Jarrett, your father was a great man, and you turned out to be a great man uh, yourself, and I, I just hope to God that the Bears can just, just scramble something up and just make this season a little bit better than what it was last year.
0: All right. Well, listen, we hear you, man. You're the last caller today. We appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: All right. Have fun. Be safe out there and enjoy the Bears season. What's left of it?
1: All right. All right. Cool. Uh, you know what? He poses an interesting thought as we get ready to close it out. Wow. As, as a Bears fan, mm-hmm. what would fulfill you the rest of this season? Like, wins, to be honest, wins won't fulfill you because you're you're not not going going to win. But I understand (laughs) if you're a team that's a top-five pick, it's going to be hard to watch because there are a lot of L's in the future. Yeah, there are. You don't like that. So what's the happy medium here?
0: The happy medium, I think, is to really, for me, the rest of this season, is um, to watch games like yesterday. As much as it hurt to watch – you know, them come down and lose. I did see, I saw something in them offensively. And it's a process, man. And I don't know if I've just trained myself, Sean, for this and have the understanding that it's going to take time. And um, and I don't know if it's just what's going on in the world, if it's, we're here. And, you know, I cover all these sports. And I don't know if it's, you know, the Cubs being where they're at right now, doing what they're doing. It, it, it's taken away a little bit of of this Bears team where people aren't really talking about them as much but I think right now it's a cool thing let them be underneath the radar they need to be and enjoy what you're seeing hopefully you get a chance to watch a team develop and watch certain guys it's not about the wins and losses to me as much as it is to watch guys and watch film and watch guys hopefully get better that's what I want to see I want to see guys get better because I believe there is a foundation here that you can build on and it's going like, to take look. time I saw it listen I saw it Saturday night when I was watching my hurricanes yeah, yeah. I saw a young defense yeah. of guys that were I knew true freshmen that were just playing high school football the year before and now they're playing in one of the biggest games in college football on the one of the biggest stages and you getting those type of reps And you come in the next year, your eyes aren't as wide as they used to be. You're making plays because you feel more comfortable where you are in your assignments. But it it takes those times and go through those rough patches for you to be able to get to the mountaintop where you want to be. Look at Minnesota right now. Minnesota is built on a defense. And a bunch of guys, if you ask people, do they have household names? I'm talking about that every you know there's certain guys in the NFL where you I know not tell you household name, names. when they
1: drafted Harrison Smith, everybody was like, "What? so the pro bowler, so they they figured they, it out figured it out, you scout, you scout guys into your program, your system. It's the same thing that we've
0: seen on the north side, right they they scouted, they said, man, we are going to stink for a little bit, bear with us." For over this time, and guess what? The youngsters, as you started to see them come up, it was like they never missed a step. you got to believe. Believe in this roster. Believe in some of these young cats because I'm telling you, there's something there. Something there. I mean, you see Bullard coming. You know, he got a sack yesterday. He got
1: a sack yesterday. You see him coming. You Eddie Goldman was coming. He just happened to get hurt. Yeah. Floyd. Once again, the impact of Floyd would be totally different if there was a healthy Pernell McPhee out there.
0: Oh, yeah. We know that. And so
1: there are a lot of moving parts here. Respect the culture and understand Theo came in and changed the culture. Yeah. He came in and changed the culture. Mark Rick down in Miami had to come in and change the culture. And sometimes, as fans and as media, and just lovers of sports, we want things to happen so fast. We want to pop it in the microwave and take it out and just eat and enjoy. That's not the way sports goes. Mm-mm. That's not how you build a winner. It's just not the way it goes, man. So, and I'm not even a Bears fan, <laughs> but it's like, look, some of the things I hear from. Every venue or every area, whether it's media, social media, fans, it's almost like take a deep breath. You're approaching the game every week as if you are a Super Bowl contender. You're not the Carolina Panthers right now. No. Now that's a fan base that should be out on the ledge. Your MVP's not playing tonight. No. You don't know when he's coming back. You need a win. Atlanta is smoking. They should be on the ledge. You know why? They were just in the Super Bowl. We ain't not been there in a long time. That window is close to closing in another two or three years, and they know it. Yeah, they do. The other players on defense is kind of old. They need to win now. I understand Cam is young, but the rest of that team, they want to win now.
0: It's tough, man. The Bears? They got time.
1: Take a deep breath. Take, Take a, deep a step breath. Back. That's,
0: that listen. That's that is the motto. That's the motto. And respect
1: the culture. Just relax. Respect a little bit. the culture that needs to be developed, and respect the culture that they
0: had to eliminate. SD two mics. Sean Davis on Twitter. I'm at Payton P a y t o n s u n on Twitter. Wgmradio.com. Racking up with the affiliate coming soon. Coming with the arena that's going to be blowing people's minds, dude. The new affiliate is coming. Sean and I changing the world in how we, you know, give out content, man. Also, too, just everybody out there, hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for listening on the live stream. We appreciate all the people that called in from the West Coast, East Coast, listen from Morocco, wherever you are. Man, we love you. We love you. We want to go international. You. Let's get somebody from Jamaica. Yeah, right? let's get somebody oh, next week, Jamaica, man. We going on. <laughs> For me, my man, Sean Davis, as always, we're here. Now we're gone, man. Peace.